Hi, I'm Emma. This is Joe. And welcome to 40 Sexy Overheard, an unscripted and unedited podcast. Yay! And um, we were just realizing tonight that we're kind of coming to a close on season three. We will end next week. So this we is our are. second to last episode before the summer. Mm-hmm. Summer and we've break. Summer break. Yay! And we All learned... the teachers love it. <laughs> love it. <laughs> Love I don't know so what teachers. Much. Do you have? Do you know any teachers? <laughs> yeah, a few. Mm. And I always joke around like the teachers are more excited than the kids. Oh yeah, I remember those days. Yeah. <laughs> and um, so yeah, we're gonna be stopping next week. Will be our last episode. This is our second to last, and um, so we are gonna focus on kind of what we learned in season three. Right during the pandemic, especially. Yeah, and then we'll have one more episode that's just gonna be kind of a fun. Thing. Yes, just to closure. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, let's um, let's hit... With updates. Oh, you want, yeah. Okay. You, want, you go first. So, update. I am not much of a... I never considered myself a creative person, really. You know, I, I mean, I make jewelry or made jewelry. I just haven't had a chance to lately. But, um, but I wouldn't say, like, I'm, like, Susie Homemaker. I'm not, like, Martha Stewart making, like, crafty stuff up until <laughs> um, last weekend. And I spent... Uh, my. This is kind of boring update, really. My update is I, I, I did a DIY project. <laughs> like a couple. You've got a couple going on i do actually i'm like redoing the bottom you know like my first floor the living room it's gonna be so sweet it somehow ended up being like now my living room's got a theme of like um antlers (laughs) and cows i love it it's gonna be so great antlers and cows is um that sounds horrible but (laughs) no it's cute like i think too like where we live we're up country and like there's a whole like paniolo which is like hawaiian cowboy um, tradition up here so like it makes sense to have a country house that would have like those things in it and kind of Hawaiian style so I love that like I totally want that for my house yeah it's gonna be so cute that. yeah it's I mean I already have like two bar stools that's like it's um with the cow print and it's so cute so cute and her other ones were sh- kind of crappy like I would like some yeah. and they kept slowly going <laughs> down and I'm like I feel like I'm like too heavy for this chair <laughs> like, it was one of those up, make people yeah feel good. it goes up and down kind of thing this one's just a nice bar stool sturdy and comfortable with the cow print yeah. yeah if I break that bar stool I'll feel really bad about myself but <laughs> <laughs> no you won't and then I you know so yeah that's my DIYs I'm really focusing more on just making my home my home yeah, that's yeah, awesome. Yeah, and it's feeling really good with DIY things. I can see why women really get, or I get men. Men, they, I, I think they're the ones that really started DIY, right? That do it yourself. Yeah, with like home improvement. Uh, right, home improvement. exactly. Yeah. I can see why people get into it because once you're done, it does feel so good. Like this thing that I, I painted a, a drawer thing that's like my mom, I was just going to throw away from my mom. It's like this heavy wooden like drawer thing and I painted it with chalk paint. And if you don't know, about and it looks really cute. I've done that too. I like I did that for my daughter's like Aww. side of her dresser a long time ago. I never knew about chalk paint. Yeah, it's this awesome. thing's awesome. It's awesome. Oh my god! Yeah. So so now in continuation, out tomorrow I'm gonna go to a fabric store, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to uh, what is that? Recushion my dining table um, chairs. Nice with some sort of teal fa- fabric. So yeah. That's what I'm doing, and that is my. That's where my um, my all of my uh, focus has been. No surfing, just working a lot. Let's just say this pandemic, even though it's calming down, 
the world opening up is actually so much more intense. And like, like seriously, my business is like when it first happened, it became very intense as a therapist, meaning like, yeah. you know, I had like a lot of phone calls and former clients were calling and all these other traumas were arising and rising and it calmed down for quite a while, you know, and then now that the world is opening back up, it's like, an, it, again, it's like a spike in just, wow, it's kind of intense. So, um, it's, yeah, I'm gonna, I can update more later when you go into the, um, what we're talking about then. No, no, thank you. <laughs> and that's my update. Yay. Okay. So my update, I'm just going to actually sort of set up what our episode is about in this update because I want to explain this like, um, situation clearly because it like really, um, it's, it's a good story and it ended up being sort of a life changing little like yeah. moment for me as a teacher. And that's Something. what we're dedicating this whole episode to. Yes. Yes. yes um, yes. so I have in my class a very, um, autistic child and, um, part of the, you know, public school I'm working in now is giving him support. And, um, it, you know, there's a process at first where I just had him and it was really hard and he was not very successful and he was really struggling. It was hard to, it was hard to, you know, watch and know how to support him. And then we got, um, this helper and I'll just, I'm going to say her name was Miss B and she came in and she only said, two things to this child basically all the time there was like some other things in the mix but the two things that I learned from her is um she would say very loudly when he did something well good job which I thought was kind of like a lot and kind (laughs) of like really putting it out there um but I think it's also kind of cute in life if somebody were to give you that like yeah I feel good when somebody tells me good job Jovarie Thank you. Good job, Good Emily. Good job. Yeah. So she did that. And then another thing, when he kind of misbehaved, she would say, no, thank you, in this, like, deep voice. No, thank you. No, thank you. And she used it for a lot of, like, um, things. And it sort of, like, built in my class where that was something that we sort of said, or I would use as a teacher all of a sudden, too, is I would say, like, no, thank you for talking in line right now. And no, thank you. <laughs> no, thank you for like, whatever. So polite. So, you know, polite. so polite. But it like became this huge thing and it started to make me laugh because it really had, I noticed in my class with six-year-olds, it had a very powerful effect. Yeah. Like oh. I even, I shared a video with Joe about like something where kids were kind of like doing something on Instagram. And I said really loudly to one kid who was starting to go off the rails. I said, no, thank you in his name. And he immediately like stopped and looked at me. And um, so our episode that tonight is kind of dedicated to Miss B and her fabulousness. And, you know, it, the idea is no thank you. And it's kind of um, what we have learned in this year. Right. Where well, we said ways, no where we thank said, you too. No thank you. Because I'm pretty sure that in life, like, I am just now going to walk around and say, good job when someone does something good. And then I'm going to say, no thank you. When I don't like it. It's very clear. (laughs) There is no misconstruing what you're trying to say. Yeah. So I'm going to go with that. So, but we're going with the no thank you part of it, I guess. Maybe we'll follow up with the job some other time. Yeah. Like, what have we learned in the past year, year and a half during this pandemic where we were like, yeah, no, no thank you. (laughs) Because season three has been basically my whole academic school year. So we started back because we had started... I don't even know. So season two was at a different point. Season three, though, basically, like, I think has been from August to December. Maybe we took a break. But it's basically a look back of a lot of time of, like, what we've learned. Yeah. And so that's what we're doing with a couple no thank yous. 
Yeah, I mean, there's been, though the world has been closed and, you know, physically there's not been a lot of action happening, we've definitely, you and I, have gone through a lot of internal, oh yeah, no, no thank you. Yeah, no thank you. <laughs> and so, like, um, with further, with no further ado, I think we'll start. And um, so, one of the things that we can retouch on is, like, we've talked before about boundaries, and I think, like, as you move on, you have different boundaries, right? Yes. As things go on in life. As we evolve. As we have evolved and what mm-hmm. we're saying no thank you to. And we've always, like, talked on the show about how we're both mothers, like, single yeah. parents of, yeah. of daughters. <clears throat> and so, now, what are we saying no thank you to with our kids these days, Joe Marie? Holy do you want to start with that? Well, today, <laughs> today on a Friday night, you know... I was saying no thank you to my eldest and on her attitude, you know, I was just, I have seriously had it with my 13-year-old's attitude. She's about to be 14 this year, but she's like 14 going on 21, 23, very entitled. So I was really saying no to her entitlement. I'm like, I'm over it. Help! Seriously, anybody out there who's got a 13-year-old, about to be 14-year-old daughter, seriously. So I'm saying no, no thank you to her attitude. I'm done. And you were pretty strong with it. You're like, no, 100% no. Yeah, I mean, I I told her, you know what, you want to get emancipated? Because she always threatens that I'm going to get emancipated when I'm whatever, 14. I don't know what the age is for emancipation. I think it's case by case. I don't know, dude. But she thinks, you know, and this girl's got no abuse. Thank God. I, you know, my, my ex-husband and I have really worked hard to make sure that our kids, you know, ha- are le- not as... not you know, not traumatized. And we've worked hard together in that, you know, no matter what our differences are as as hus- former husbands and wives and all of that, we've definitely come together as uh, as parents to these kids, especially our eldest, to, so that, I don't know. So and I'm saying like, you know, no thank you to her with her attitude. And um, so now she wants to get, you know, she was been threatening emancipation. And I'm saying, fine. So I'm saying, yes, yes, thank you. Do that. <laughs> Do that. Was yeah. you're like, no, thank you, in the course that this is continuing. Like, um, yeah, I, mean? I was like, do you seriously think that you're going to pay for your own phone bill? You're going to pay for all of your clothes. You're going to pay for your housing. How, how again are you going to do this? You know, I was like, yeah, no, I'm, I'm over it. I'm so done. Yeah. No, thank you to that. Yeah, so I told her that. And she backed her, you know, she, see, she, like, what's that, back steps and goes, well, that's not what I was saying. I'm just saying, I'm like, oh, my God, the attitude is so disrespectful. Like, yeah, it really hurts, you know. It, it hurts my heart, even though as a therapist, I understand that this is a phase and all of this and that. But it's still, you know, it's hard to not take it personally when my daughter, my 13-year-old, talks to me that way. Yeah. It's, it's just not okay. You know, she doesn't cuss at me or anything yet. I'm not going to put it past her. But, um, yeah, it's, 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 I'm saying no, no, thank you to, to just the disrespect. And the, the not making me feel valued is like, you know, and the self-entitlement that, you know, I have been a big part of, obviously. Because she's not the way that she is out of the blue, you know. And so it's kind of like, how the fuck did I create this monster? seriously yeah well you didn't (laughs) i think it's like a situational like you know with within her and her behavior right now and it's like you're drawing a boundary i am drawing a boundary but you know and the thing with boundary is it's like wow you know i i have to reflect back on how was i a part of this and it's like 
I have two more daughters after this one. If she, if my 14, you might soon to be 14 year old decides that, you know, she's just done, which I'm seriously, I'm like, no, no, thank you with her. But like, I'm seriously going to sign a fucking paper. I'm like, you want to be emancipated? I'll sign a fucking paper. I'm done. So, uh, and I have two more, you know, so I'm just kind of like wondering. Yeah, see if two more chances. I only have the one. Ah, no, I have two more fit to figure out how the heck to not do that again. Yeah. You know, so yeah, it's like, yeah, it's, it's just, I'm pissed off. So you're saying no, thank you, no, thank you for that behavior right now. No, thank you. You know what? Yeah, you know, I would. I'm not. I'm not. You're not gonna step all over me like I've seen other parents been. Like, no, no, dude. Yeah, and then it's a bad dynamic where the kid is like really taking charge of the family, and you know that's not good. No, and you know she's lucky as a Filipino mom. She's lucky she's never been spanked or smacked in the face. Because trust me, if I was your typical Filipino mom, she would have been slapped and called names a long time ago. Yeah, it goes through my head, but I don't do it. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Because I'm educated. (laughs) Um. Actually, I had a funny moment in my class the other day where um. I, I have this amazing class, and so I'm in the same area as Joe Marie. We're all up country in this little town or whatever. And um, the kids I have this year are so amazing. They're so respectful, and they're so awesome. Aww. And I have this, like, new EA, like, helper person after Miss B had to leave, which was very sad. Aww. We all love Miss B. Yeah, I have someone yeah. else. But um, this new this new person was like, you know, up country, they're so good because we're, we're country, and people still beat their kids. <laughs> <laughs> so they're obedient. And I was like, is that the difference? Because, damn... You know, like, now maybe I should be more supportive of this because these kids I have are great. No, it is a big <laughs> difference. But, you know, like, well-behaved kids rarely make bosses as adults. Yes. Oh, my God. And we, I would love to have a totally different episode on this topic about, like, the teaching and what's going on in the Title I school and what we're teaching the kids that are there that actually will never build them into leaders. Like, totally, I we need to, like, I'm making a mental Do it. that... Yeah, no, totally. Yeah. 100%. It's like well-behaved. Most leaders in the world weren't well-behaved. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like in in that context because they wanted to break out of a mold and so maybe your daughter's going to be like a leader of something. Dude, as much as the attitude as she, she better become the president of the world. Right, yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like maybe she's going to do something that's going to be different and because she can break out of the mold and break out of the shell. Yeah, I mean, I'm hoping all of them, all three of them, because, you know, that's how my ex and I raised them. But, man, it kind of bites you in the ass in the middle. Let me just tell you that. No, I agree. When things aren't going your way as a parent. Like, it's I feel hard. like, like, with my daughter, too, I'm like, oh, you know, like, I, I tried to raise you this way and all these things. And my daughter has her own totally different interests than I would ever imagine. Like, she's super into LGBTQ stuff and I think this brought this up before. It's not something I would have, like, imagined or pictured. I am proud of her for wanting that. Like, there's parts of it that I really like. But, like, it's just, like, you don't know what you're going to get sometimes with kids. Like, I think. No, no. I, I, you know, uh, I know I was a very well-behaved kid. I mean, I was an amazing kid. And um, it took me, it's been a lot of work to be who I am now. I mean, it's great that my kids hopefully won't, I don't know. I don't know what their path is. But I'm just telling you right now, no, no thank you to the fucking attitude. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, What about you, Em? What about your kid? What do you say no thank you to? All right. So I'm I'm in kind of a different boat on this this subject. At this moment, which I can appreciate, is that, like, I have had a rocky road with my daughter over so many... There's been a lot of turmoil and all this stuff, whatever. But our biggest trauma right now is about... She is... um, 
so we went to, she went to a private school, like a very wealthy private school for the beginning of her years from toddler to third grade and then went to a charter public school and like, like was embraced there and like loved there and felt like she really had friends there. And, um, so before she left the fancy private school though, she had like two close friends and one of them I felt the whole time was like a real negative friend. Like Mm. she would like make comments on my daughter's body, like, you know, like, oh, well, I mean, that wouldn't fit you. Like, I'd love to let you borrow something, but that won't fit you. And constantly made my daughter, like, feel bad about herself, I felt like. So when we left that private school, you know, I was happy to be in a a place where that wasn't really at play. And my daughter had plenty of friends. And so that was two years. Anyway, we're going back to, like, a private school situation. And so my biggest no thank you was what happened tonight at dinner. Yes. So we were just having dinner and the same girl who was so mean to my daughter and like kind of a little like bully negative person. Very passive aggressive. Passive aggressive and mean has now moved on to the private school a year early. So she's like ahead of the class and clearly is struggling like socially. And um, we saw like her, her dad and he was totally like, oh, you know, so-and-so would love to have a play date with... Layla and I felt like before, like we were the initiators because we didn't, you know, we I didn't know the bad dynamic until I didn't know the bad dynamic until I had hosted a sleepover and it was mm. like I was like, are you kidding me? Like when I witnessed it myself, like it was just so many comments. Oh. Like, well, I'd love to share a bed with you, but you might break the bed. Like <gasps> really mean shit. Very. And then we saw tonight how you know they were like, oh yeah, um, so she really wants to play with your daughter and we'd love to connect or something. And I was like. They're like, she's going to be here in one minute. I was like, we're going to leave and maybe we'll look for her. But my heart and my daughter literally said to me, she's like, mom, let's get out here as fast as we can. I don't want to see that kid. And I was like, yeah, that's what I say. No, thank you. Is like, maybe that child has gotten better over the years. Maybe three years later, she's going to be a nicer human being. But do I want to try that again? No, no, thank you. I say no, thank you to that dynamic of like somebody right. that was mean yeah. and not nasty to my daughter especially about body issues at this yeah age and my my daughter's like huge like body positivity like person like she talks about it all the time but body positivity she seeks out role models that have body you know like and yeah, i'm like yeah. no 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 no. i have absolutely no interest in rekindling this relationship no and like honestly and i was so caught off guard because we kind of ran into them but like in a different space in time i might have actually said you know what no like, I don't want to have a play date, and these are the reasons why. Oh, wow. That would have been an interesting situation. But luckily, I did not do that. I was the poor guy. The poor dad was no, like, the dad what? Is so nice. The dad yeah. is clearly not the problem. Yeah, like, he doesn't even know. He's got he no, has no idea. idea. But He's he so did. Famous. Because did he? He, he looked at me, and he said, and we'll make sure. He, I don't know if you heard this. He goes, no, I didn't. We'll make sure that everything's nice this time. Oh, I didn't hear that part. Oh, I heard that. Like, oh. it resonated with me, and I was like, in my head, I was thinking, mm. yeah, when you have to make sure that your child doesn't body shame my child like i'm not interested no so you know she had to learn that from someone a big fat yeah for sure and that's my big no thank you for um like because i feel like before as a parent i was really desperate for my daughter to have friends and like was more just like oh anyone you want to say hello that's great no like i'm 100 no thank you to unhealthy friendships and people that i think like what why why would i want to have a play date with somebody who made my daughter feel bad in the past like why why would i say like you know, but I'm glad I'm at the point to just be like 100% no. And like, what? that's why I said to him, I was like, well, you have my number. 
Yeah, exactly. You know, but that's kind of my like, balls in your I'm like, yeah. I'm like, yeah, you, you know, you reach out to me because mm. I'm like, no, I'm, I'm definitely not doing this. So, so no, thank you to that. No, no thank, thank you. you to shaming my daughters, and yes, yes, thank you to protecting and being my advocate, an advocate for our daughters. Yeah. Except when they want to be emancipated, I'm like, yeah, let me fucking sign that shit. <laughs> so, yeah. All right. All next. Right. So next subject is kind of, okay, well, this might pertain to me because I didn't put this in my update and I can leave this one and then you can jump in. I'll jump in when I can. Okay. But like things we've learned about like our perception in the general public, I would say in the past year or so with season three. Mm. Um, so I'm just going to share this story quickly. Um, I have rent. Well, I have talked like this whole time about how been making this rental and yeah, like yeah. doing this whatever so that's not new so any finally it was finally done <clears throat> so i'm renting it out and i posted on all these different websites and um there was people who randomly like posted negative things about it like mm. that had nothing they weren't renters they were just sort of like older people who had no idea what the rental market is maui kind of being like oh this looks like a dump and she's charging too much and then I got to the point where someone was like, the word slumlord was tossed around. This woman must be a slumlord. And I was like sitting there and part of me reading comments, like I wanted to respond to everyone's comments and be like, no, actually this, that, and you know, like clear it all up and say something. But at the end of it, I was like, uh, it's not worth it. Like no, I'm just going to delete the that's stream. That's a good one. But like I yeah. haven't done that in the past. Like I was, I was mortified about it. Obviously I was, I was up super late about this whole thing because I was like I can't believe somebody would post something about me being a I mean it's so unfounded like I mean I have renters and I'm still friends with that like you know come I've never I like I've never been anything like that like I just and I know there's people out there that do that and there's yeah, like, yeah. it had nothing to do with me but my thing that was like my no thank you part Mm-hmm. was like it was clear it was kind of stemming from a, a neighbor like some of this uh-huh and so i like thought a lot and it took a lot of self-restraint not to message her at like one in the morning when i read the comments and i wrote like a note about what i was gonna say and i messaged her the next morning and i just said very directly to her like basically if you have a problem with me like you have my number you can talk to me right stop slandering me yeah don't slander me in public none of this is true like what you said like i never there's nobody that has rented for me who's had a problem. Yeah, everything you know, like, is legal. Yeah, the structure is legal. legal. The yeah. structure is legal. Like, you know, like, don't, like, go out there. If you have a problem, bring it to me. Yeah. And then it was, like, a little funny because then she sort of, like, was, like, I've got to. And I was so happy. This is the other thing I'll say no thank you twice about this situation. Is then she's, like, I need to talk to my husband. And I'm, like, really? Like, I just, I'm sorry. I know couples are couples and you got to work, you know, but there's a point too where like you could just say your own thing. You can say sorry by yourself. You can just apologize by yourself. (laughs) But no, she had to wait like 12 hours and then talk it over her husband and send me another text message like 11 o'clock at night that was kind of like, it didn't really apologize and it was actually asking like some other things about, could I move this and that? And I was like, 100% no, thank you. Like I've been building this for a year. And if you had a problem, you've had my number the whole time. You could have said something then. But I no, love those passive aggressive people. Yeah, after it's being sarcastic. Well, that's my thing with passive aggressive. I think what you need to do is just call it and be like, Yeah, you have to. Um, yeah, 
having your friend post me things about me, like, do you actually have a problem? Do you want to say something to me? Yeah, because you should. The, call, call the county. Why don't you, you do know? that? Well, I did. I didn't even tell you this part. So I did call the county, me, myself. Oh, no. Because call finally, them call. I was just, okay, go ahead. Well, no, no, no. Because finally I was like, okay, what do they have over me? Like, so I have these two rentals. And, like, this is a long story in Maui about how rentals are approved and how they are, like, zoned in Hawaii. Um, but, you know, I needed to make sure because I had converted you were in a, a cottage into, yeah, and that I was on the right side of the lot. So I was like, I need to make myself, like, feel better. So I literally called the county and I was like, hi, I would like to report an, uh, um, an unpermitted rental in my neighborhood. And the person in the county was like, uh, are you a tenant? And I said, no, I'm a neighbor. And they said, is the tenant having a problem? And I said, no, I'm just a neighbor. I just don't, I, I just feel like it's like intruding on my space. Mm. And I don't really like that they're like renting to people that, and it's unpermitted. And the county person straight up said, well, um, we don't have anyone at the moment who's investigating unpermitted rentals because I'm not sure that you're aware how hard it is to rent a place on Maui already. <gasps> so what we do have is people who help renters. If they feel like they've been rented a bad spot, then they can complain and we will help them. But as in as a neighbor complaining because you have a problem, you know, she was like, you can call the police if there's a noise violation. You can call, you know, Department of Child and Family Services if you feel like a child is being, like, there's other things if you actually have a real complaint. But if your complaint is just that somebody is renting and you don't think their things are permanent, she's like, we don't have anybody to follow up with that. Nice. Yeah. So then I felt So more shut the fuck up. Yeah. Really, shut the fuck up. Yeah. So then I felt way more confident in my response to this woman again. And I was like, and, and that's just this, this is job. my neighbor who also has an outside kitchen for some reason and has a grill, like literally like a, a stand up grill that faces over my, like, so when they grill, they look into my yard, but it's like heightened. Like, it's very weird. And so I just called them that too. And I was like, you know, like maybe you could move your grill. Like maybe that wouldn't be that hard. But, um, yeah, it was kind of the whole situation of, like, I'm tired of, like, you being passive-aggressive and posting things about me and not really ever directly addressing anything. And I also stressed her. I was like, any other problems? Like, I'd love to keep you guys happy. I don't want to have a problem with being neighbors. I'd like to get along. But you really need to just address things with me directly. Like, going through ten other ways is not going to no, no get anywhere. You. So just no thank you to that. Like, you have my number. You got a problem, message me. If you don't message me, I'm assuming you're happy, and I'm going to leave it at that. Yeah. I have way too many things to worry about. Yeah. Right. But then guessing what your mood may be about how I, right? You know, whatever. Because, first of all, you're not paying me mortgage. Yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, 100%. And then, like, yeah, it was just kind of funny, too, because one thing she, like, this was just funny. She was like, and you've chosen renters before that we didn't appreciate that had loud sex. Okay, well, then maybe you should have loud sex. <laughs> well, I was just kind of thinking, I'm like, and if you have a problem with the loud sex, like, you have my number. Once again, you can message me. And, like, I do care about you. I'll fucking knock on the door and be like, excuse me. But, like, it was just funny. So yeah, we're all kind of. She was just kind of throwing the kitchen sink. And oh, then yeah. they've had loud sex. Okay, yeah, well, and. Yeah, I'm like, I could Somebody have, has to. I could have had, like, huge parties or, you know what I mean? Somebody like, has to have loud sex. Good for them. Yeah, that's what I was saying, too. I was like, somebody was having loud sex in the room. Let's go. Okay. You know what? Because I wish that was me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> A little jealous there. <laughs> oh, I guess. So, no, no thank you to jealousy. No thank you to passive-aggressiveness, too. And also, like, it was one of the first times for me that I've, like, really, like, kind of took a stand for myself like in that kind of form well I've never really been attacked in a public forum but then like you know it was like okay I'm gonna just deal with this and then like got over it and you know 
Yeah. So that's yeah, how they seriously, they that that's really good to be like, yeah, no, that's not my shit. Yeah, and I haven't always stood up for myself. Like, I'm always like, oh, my God, maybe I did do something wrong. You know, at first, that's how I felt when I saw the postings of people being really mean, being like, oh, this is, like, shitty. Like, I was like, oh, my God, maybe it is shitty. Maybe I'm a terrible person. Like, I started to think this. But I'm like, there's, you know, 50 people wanting to rent this place that all need a place to live. Yeah. You know? You and, like, be- like, these people commenting on this have no idea what the rental market is. And this is the bottom. This is another thing, too, is, like, I listed it at one price point. I would have gladly gone lower if I had met somebody that, like, was into it and seemed like a good renter. But if you post too low, you will get everybody and their mother and people that just, like, you're you're just meaning and you're going to be like, no, this isn't going to work because you don't have a job and you, you know, like, it just would be really hard to do it lower. Like, so, anyway, I did, it was a point for me of, like, defending myself, which I haven't always done, and I felt really good about it, and now with those neighbors, I'm like, yeah, no thank you to all of your shit. And you know what? I'm going to have loud sex now. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm too far away from on the other side of us, but I'm like, maybe the next time I have loud sex, I'll go have a over. a megaphone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, it's the neighborhood. Or direct a speaker right at their window, the way they direct their barbecue in your yeah. backyard. <laughs> <And this is me. laughs> That's passive aggressive right there, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Okay, yes, that's my big name. That is you. a big no, no thank you. Yeah, no thank you to jealousy, no thank you to passive aggressiveness. Seriously. Well, and I'm sorry, but also, like, that was part of it too is like people posting that they're not renters, so they're just hating your shit for no reason. Reason. No, they're just jealous that you know yeah, you like have jealous. a piece of land of, in Maui. Maui. It is such a special thing to have land on Maui. You no, know? it is. And like, I, I totally am so, like, I I realize how I hate the word blessed, so I'm trying to work around that. Hey, I love that word blessed. I know, but I don't. So I'm like, I, I, have I, I realize on how me, lucky I am. Did I tell you that I got the tattooed on me? Like, recently or a long You're time ago? I got it. It's right here. See it? It's on the name of my neck. Is that what it's called? Nape of my... Is that, the, is that the name of my neck? No, honey, it doesn't say blessed. It says, I like anal. Whatever. <laughs> that's, that's in ancient Tagalog. It says blessed. I'm just joking. And I like anal. <laughs> I don't. I don't. Ooh, no. No, just be funny. No, I don't. I don't. <laughs> um, no, but I realize how fortunate I am to have the situation that I have. But I, I'm also, like, not... Like, I don't understand, though, like, why any... Anybody would hate on somebody else's stuff. Like, I have moments, I can, I'm a human being. I have moments where I'm jealous or I'm like, oh my God, like, that person is living their life to the fullest. Like, they're so great. Like, I wish I was more like that. I can totally admit that I have moments like that. Envy. That's I, envy, envy versus jealousy. But I freaking draw the line of, like, then hating on them for it. Like, yeah. I would never be like, yeah, you know. Well, you I think in your pretty house, like no, you're right? Look at you with your renters and bleh, bleh. yeah, like I would, <laughs> like I don't understand where that is a big, a big crossing of the line to me. Yeah, well, that's all upbringing and shit, you know. Yeah, yeah, but no, thank you to all of that. No, thank you. Drama. All right, so moving on, our next topic is relationships. Oh yay! What have we learned about relationships? Well, in the last year and a half, I have learned to say no thank you to relation- romantic relationships, period. Mm-hmm. Just because I realized, you know, from my own separation, as much as I hated, want, I mean, I, as much as I wanted to deny it, I did need, and still probably do, still do need that time alone. 
in my aloneness. <laughs> oh my god, we feel like you totally remember when you were laughing about that word that we put in so many podcasts. Right. So, you know, this is, I mean, I have learned to say no thank you to dating, period, to going out with random guys. Not that I ever did that. Maybe once or a couple of times in my 20s. <laughs> but anyway, but not now. Like, I'm saying no thank you to really the romantic part. I really am enjoying just being single, truly being single. Um, I've had, you know, so I had, like, the most random experience. Some guy that I hadn't ever seen, I hadn't seen, like, a year, just asked me, like, just texted me and asked me out. That I have no romantic interest whatsoever. But, like, anyway, but I said no thank you to him realize because I realize I'm just not I don't want to date not not that I'm bitter it's just I have really grown um so um I don't know satiated or satisfied with my life in the last year and a half in this pandemic it's allowed me to really settle within myself that I am saying no thank you to drama with dating so yeah until, I don't know, until when I, I don't say no anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, um... So, yeah, that, that's a dating thing. Like, no, no thank you. No thank you to drama when it comes to dating. No thank you to, to um, for me, no no thank you to just, um, I, this sounds bad. Not so superficial things. Like, I'm not, like, I don't know. Like, I don't want to just go on a date for the sake of going out on a date. And it's not that I'm like, I'm only going to go on a date when I know he's the one. That's not what I'm talking about. It's just, I'm going to go on a date when I feel like it's like, you know, my, like I said, it goes back to how comfortable and happy I am with the, with my life now. Um, I'm realizing that I have like this really, and I wouldn't even say standard, uh, but just, you know, my life is just so the way I want it to be. And I didn't even realize that I wanted it to be this way. That um, I've had to say no to things I never said no to before. <laughs> if I'm making sense. Yeah, but like that's part of like, um, I think designing the life that you want is like there's a point of like saying no. You know, like putting the brakes on things and saying like, you know, I don't want to like, you know, like have something that's volatile or something that I don't yeah. know. Okay, so friends, I'm realizing as you're speaking, I'm real- before in the past, right, you know, I would go on a date, not that that would happen because I was always like really in the long term relationships, but I could see myself like in the past, like just um, even now, had I not been the way it is, like doing the work that I've been doing on myself. I would like, oh my God, I want to dress up and I want to wear this outfit. I want to do this. So I have to go on a date. So here I would like go on this rant, like, you know, some guy you go out. I would go out with a guy, you know, who was like, oh, he's like, eh, he, he's interesting enough. But half, the, but more like 90% of the date, I'm just sitting across the table from him going, uh-huh. Yep. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. And, you know, the guy just always talking about himself, but I would do that because I wanted to wear this, you know, I was wanted to dress up. Whereas, so no thank you to that because now <laughs> I'm realizing I go out with my girlfriends. I go out with, well, you know, I go out with M and my other friend Annie. I mean, Anne, and and then I dress up with that with them and real just knowing that you know what I don't have to dress up for a man. Like I can dress up because I like dressing up, just because I do. That's just my thing. I love putting makeup on. I love wearing my heels. And it's my thing. You know, I don't need a man to be to rationalize what I want. So no, no thank you to rationalizing. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. 
Oh, man. And I love that. I love that so much. And I love, like, the choice in it of, like, okay, I'm, I'm not going to do this or whatever. I'm not going to, like, waste my time with, you know, that. Um, yeah, with superficial things. Because you know what? My life, my time is valuable. Yeah. I, you know, just because you can buy me a fancy dinner, I don't want to, like, sit there and just listen to you. You know, I do that all day with my clients, and that's a lovely situation for me because it's a, you know, I love that situation, but... Well, in one situation, you're going to pay in money, and then when you're going to pay in food and wine. Right, right, you know, and I'm sure <laughs> I'll get paid more with the food and wine, you know, I'm sure it's going to be, like, amazing, you know, but I'm like, yeah, it's not worth it. <laughs> yeah. No, you're valuing your time, and so, like, yeah. you don't want to... Yeah, so no, no thank you to those, to settling. Yeah, 100%. Well, I agree with that. Like, I've always agreed with that, like... I, um, you know, like had a great conversation this week with like a good guy friend about like getting married. He really doesn't want to get married and he's with someone who really wants to marry him and like it's a whole dy- dynamic. And I'm like, I have literally always been pretty strong. Like this is not just me at 40. Like this has been me since 16. Like always been like, no, I don't want to get married. Like I don't want to like settle. There's like that part of me that doesn't want to do that. Um, and so I'm I'm also like a little opposite you in the situation though with as far as no thank you with relationships because I'm at a point where I'm kind of open to just sort of fun. Yeah. So my no thank you part would be like I'm I'm absolutely no thank you to um like kind of negative drama which I've had and maybe there'll be a podcast where we could talk about this more but like you know I've had situations with men that like haven't been great for me and um you know, I, but I feel like I've done a lot of work on myself now. So like, I'm like, I just, I just want, I, I like, I want fun. Like, you know like what I mean? I, I, so yes. like my big no thank you is like, I mean, this sounds, so this is like probably incredibly superficial compared to what you just said. It's like, I'm just no thank you to somebody who's not willing to like be fun and positive and have a good Great. time. You know what I mean? Like, that's like and it and for me it's a huge transition time because I'm finishing a school year and I'm gonna go travel for like seven weeks and of course it's easy to be optimistic and excited about that but like that's all I want. Like I'm no thank you to anybody who brings me some sort of like negative weird stuff this summer. Um and I'm just yeah, like I, I don't need to have a serious like I I can totally have coffee or a drink or spend a night with somebody that is not gonna be my husband or my future person like I have no problem with that like I think well things have taught me in life people are people and like sometimes you learn a valuable lesson from like somebody you're just drawn to talking to for a little while sure. and, like, like sure. I'm 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 at that point like I'm just curious and like yeah like I de- definitely am not like oh I want to go meet like my future husband well I never want to get married so but you know like my future life partner like mm-hmm. but like yeah I mean, any sort of drama, I want to be stronger and say no thank you, which is a big process for me, which we can talk about some other time too. But like, that's my big no thank you. It's like, I really superficial, but I'm just like, I don't know if that's I'm no thank you. I'm, I'm saying no thank you to like, yeah, like I just want fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, no, no thank you to, to drama is definitely not superficial. And then you just want fun. Well, and somebody who brings you down. Like, I think that's my big thing is, like, right. I'm, done, I'm done with that. I don't, yeah, no, no, At least no. for, like, seven weeks. No, 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 thank you to Eeyore's. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, like, I'm sorry, but I've met a lot of people that are, like, 
I'm into you, but then, like, I just don't want you to do this. Oh, I don't want you to do this. Oh, I don't want you to do this. Oh, actually, you know, like, I don't really like this about you. Like, it just, like, seemed to be tearing me apart, and, like, I don't need that. So, like, I definitely, for the next seven weeks, will be 100% no thank you to that, and just 100%, like, open to um, fun, even that's, even if that's hanging out and spending time with somebody that wouldn't necessarily be a dating partner. Like, I don't, I don't care, but... Maybe there's somebody I can learn from. Maybe there's something, a way I can grow with a person that is just a friend. That sounds lovely. Yeah, I think, you know, it's not that, you know, that's a superficial thing. I think it was just a different perspective of it. Yeah. Like, you know, for me, I found that, and it's not that I'm so much better. Not at all. No, 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 no. It's just, you know, I, first of all, I don't have time (laughs) because I work my ass off. I choose to. And, um... I don't know. I, I, I find that I, uh, I'm, I'm fun and then my friends are fun. And then I think maybe my experiences with men is the opposite is what it is. Like, you know, they're so much more drama filled in my experience where I've not really found a fun man <laughs> that, you know, so my person, we need a my uh, person. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I've not found a, a male. That's why I don't really have a lot of male friends. Because I find actually like some people, like I think maybe even M, like, you know, you can make friends, male friends, and they stick, they, they stay your friend and it's fun for you. Like for me, I don't have that experience with men. Like, so like they, they for me, they're the drama. <laughs> so that's why I'm like, when you say that, it's not that it's superficial. It's like, I find women fun. Like with them, I don't have drama, you know? Yeah. Like for me, when I'm hanging out with men, somehow that always turns out into drama. I'm like, yeah, no, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> And I feel like I, I'm actually pretty lucky maybe with having three brothers and like some maybe, stuff that I've had. Like, yeah. I, I have some really fun guy friends. That so that's I what really it like. is. Yeah, I've never really hung out with guy friends. I've always had girlfriends, which I love. And um, I, I don't hang out with guys. I just somehow, you know, it just always turns out to be like, I don't know, some drama, like I said. You know, so I don't think that you wanting to go out on a date or just hanging out with guys and having fun is superficial because you can do that. Like for me, somehow, again, it turns out like drama. Whereas for you, it's the opposite. You know, you hang out with females and then that turns out like drama. And for me, you know, and I think that's because of our history. So that mm-hmm. has a lot to do with our history. So, yeah. So this is why I'm like, yeah, no. The only way I think at this point I'm going to date is um, if I feel a butterflies in my stomach, my no body excitement. my body will just know. And I don't yeah. mean like that instant connection of, of trauma bond. No, right. I, I just know that I ha- I tried so much that my body will know. So in the meantime, I'm just going to say no. No, thank you. And I, and I am saying yes. Yeah, I get it. out with me. <laughs> and all because of our background, right? You had three brothers. I didn't grow up with brothers. I, I grew up with all females. Yeah. Yeah, so my connection with male really is all sexual. So if I'm hanging out with somebody, it's, it's really challenging. Not that I jump on them or anything, but maybe I pick guys who eventually will become attracted to me and then that becomes all drama and I'm like, I have to tell them that, you know, I'm sorry, you're in a friend zone and that's a shitty conversation to have. No, no, you no, know? You don't, no, you don't need to tell them. Right. You that's know, the whole dynamic with like male and female friendships. Like, I don't think it really works when, I mean, usually there's an attraction on one side. Right? No, always. If there, I feel that. Yeah. You, don't have, you don't have to clarify. The guy already knows. Like, he really he's in a friend zone. He's yeah. willing to be your friend and listen to you talk about you being heartbroken about another guy 
or is willing to just get like drunk with you on a Tuesday because you're upset or, you know, is willing to come fix your refrigerator at 11 p.m. Like all those things. The guy already knows he's in the friend zone. Totally. You don't need to clarify that. And But I feel bad because I can see it in their eyes. I'm like, oh, dude, this, don't do that. <laughs> oh, well, this is where I don't. <laughs> so I, Well, because I'm like, I feel like I'm offering like, like it's still, it's still a fun friendship to me I mean and I just I feel like people have choice and I'm like you don't have to I've never made anyone be like you have to do this for me or you have to I don't know I've never tested a male female friendship you know a friendship with my a male friend long enough to find out if that's true for me so you know so no no thank you for that (laughs) I try trust me but then somehow you know it all breaks apart we're like I don't know I've got some guys for you that you maybe you should just be friends with these guys and see how it goes. No, I mean, a loving friend with guys. It's just, again, somehow it turns out being like drama. I'm like, no, I'm going to stick to my females who get it. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Anyway. Okay. So, that's where so we are. So, moving on to the last the last thing we're going to say no thank you to this year is a little bit about family. Uh. <laughs> so, I don't know. Do you want me to start or do you, you want to start? You should start. Okay. I will totally uh, this is really important to me. Um, I was raised in a family where it was kind of, like, not always, like, uh, the best, like, not a lot of, like, I love yous and communication and that kind of, like, emotional connection, but a lot of expectations. And I, I'm not trying to, like, fault anyone, but that was, like, how my how it was, like, how I was raised or whatever. And um, a huge part of that has been lately, like, this weird dynamic where I am the one who flew the cuckoo's nest. Like, I came to Hawaii, and everybody else is in Chicago. And I try to have a relationship with my family in Chicago, and I, you know, it's hard because I'm just not there. And it's not, you know, it's, it is it is what it is. But there has definitely been a point where it's become, like, my family, I think, like, whether they realize it or not, at the end of the day, they're such a traditional family that, like, they doubt me because I'm a single parent. They mm. doubt me because I moved to Hawaii, that I made sure. different decisions. It's different. Than, yeah, because it's I different. literally have three brothers, and each one of my brothers and their wives have bought houses in the same neighborhood as my parents. <sighs> like, there can't be anything that's more exactly, like, replicating the well, traditions. Thing, you know, with the tradition. Yeah. And so I'm the weird one. So I'm the one that's like, oh, well, what are you doing? Because you're different. You're the outlier. You're, I'm the outlier and I'm the different one. And, like, there's been dynamics to that for years where I've kind of felt like, you know, they think I'm, like, crazy because I'm in Hawaii. And I, I've put up with it. You know, I've put up with, like, a lot of things that maybe I shouldn't have that were kind of condescending, directed, in, you know, towards me and, like, my situation in life, you know, doing something different. And um, I, uh, this is my hardest no thank you of the night, is I 100% have enough faith in me after therapy and this year and all this stuff to not do that. So, like, I, when I go back and visit them, like, in the summer, I used to stay with my parents. Like, I won't stay with them. And it's not because I don't love them. I love my parents. My parents are great people. Yeah, But, like, living under the constant judgment of everything I do with them, like, was ridiculous. No, no, thank you. I'm just, I'm, like, so hard. No, thank you. Yeah. And also, like, no thank you to that dynamic of, like, people that are in in my own family where they made me feel like I wasn't as good as them because I don't have a husband or I don't, Mm. I didn't follow the traditional way that they wanted to be. Like, that has, like, really eaten me alive for, like, a lot of years. And I feel like I'm at a point where I'm, like, I, you know, like, there's a point, I think I talked about, like, on a couple episodes ago, like, I was really full of millennials. Well, I am very full of family drama to the point where I'm, 
spouting off now, like, no thank yous. Like, a hundred, like, just I won't. And, you know, like, before we even came in this summer, I, like, one of my relatives was like, oh, yeah, well, we would love to see you, but, you know, you just have to get your daughter a COVID test. Uh, no, thank you. Like, don't tell me what to do with my child and what, you know, is appropriate for me as a parent. Like, I'm perfectly capable of deciding that on my own. And, like, I, I'm sick of doubting that in myself. So it's mm-hmm. more, it's not really them, but it's just, like, I don't know why I put up with, for years, like, this feeling where I was like, oh, they're right. Like, I'm not that good of a parent. Oh, I should feel yeah. bad about that. Like, no, thank you. So, sorry, this was a very strong one for me. We're, like, going into... Yeah, no thank you to traditions. ...100%. Well, just no thank you for making anyone feel bad who doesn't follow Uh, in the path of traditions. Yeah. Like, that doesn't make you a bad person because you don't want to do the same things that everyone else wants to. Yeah. Like, I don't want that. I don't want to... I wouldn't be happy living in their neighborhood with a husband in the same neighborhood I grew up with. That would have never made me happy. No, no, no. That is just not... And I'm not a bad person for feeling that way. And, like, that's taken me a long time to get to. Yeah. No. No, thank you. So, no, thank you. No, thank you. I feel so free. I should, like, strip off my shirt now. Yeah. No, no. I'm kind of of in the same way when it comes to family. Like, you know, kind of taking that on with, with M is, like, no, thank you to, like, you know, my mom, who is, you know, she, um, she's very traditionally Filipino mom. And uh, we're kind of intense as a Filipino mom. And I'm not your traditional Filipino mom. You know, I didn't, though I was born and raised in the Philippines, you know, I still I identify more as American than I do Filipino. But um, so my mom's parenting, you know, so she very, not even passive aggressive, very aggressively tells me how to raise my, all my kids, you know, and so, like, no. Yeah, that's what I was doing with, too. Yeah, no, thank you. Like, do you really think I can go and slap my kids right now and they're going to follow what I say? No. I never raised them that way. If I slap them now, it would be so detrimental. It would ruin my relationship with them. They will never forgive me. It'd be a tra- traumatic event, you know. But my mom, being Filipino and very controlling, authoritarian, you know, uh, you know, so really wants me to follow her way of... um parenting and you know part of me actually all of me want to say that yeah look how far that got you I don't talk to you about anything you know and you know for me the way I parent is an investment in the future with my daughter so that they will continue to speak with me and uh, uh, I don't know we will have that connection even if they become emancipated <laughs> you know, <laughs> they'll still eventually be like, yeah, my mom's school and she doesn't judge me and she loves me for who I am. And this is why I would sign that emancipation paper. <laughs> Just that, you know, I'm not being a hypocrite there. But um, yeah, so no, no thank you to being your traditional Filipino mom. Yay. You know? Yeah, I mean, I cook like a Filipino mom, but I'm not here. I don't discipline like one. But so. I'm so thrilled for the no thank you family stuff. I just... Sorry, anyone listening, I'm like, I can't even explain what I like. Aww. So, anyway, I'm glad we get to do this. We do. Okay, and now, yeah, I are think we ready? For... I think we're done. We're ready to wrap it up. Yeah, I need our usual game. We're just going to stick with never have I ever. We are. I just want to give one, like, quick shout out. Do it. Once again to Miss B. Yes, Miss B. Because she was the reason that we. No, no, thank had you. And the name of the entire show. No, no, thank you. Okay. All right. Go ahead. You want to start? Go ahead. Ask. Um, okay. I have seven all together, but two are like kind of questionable. But here's my first one. Go for it. Never have I ever done a strip tease dance for my partner. 
Oh, yeah, of course I have. Yeah, me too. Hello. Okay. Never have I ever congratulated someone who wasn't actually pregnant. Oh, my God. No, I am so paranoid about this. Like, I literally will not comment on your pregnancy until you yourself have told me that you're pregnant. So you have done it. No, I never. Oh. I'm, I'm just super paranoid about it. Oh, okay. I, okay. Yeah, like, no, I never have. Like, I, I, but I'm, like, weird where I'll just ignore it. Like, your belly could be, like, out four feet, and I'm, like... Oh, I didn't even notice. Oh, I didn't notice that you were pregnant. You're like, until they've confirmed, no, 100%. I've never made that. Until the baby's coming out of your vagina, I'm not going to say. Oh, baby, yeah, there's a head. Oh, you must be pregnant. I didn't know that before. Okay, never have I ever been rushed to the emergency room for a drunken injury. No, God, no. I'm a responsible drinker. Okay. Never have I ever had sex on the beach. Of course, we live in Maui. Exactly. Come on now. I, I kind of think it was appropriate. Never have I ever sent an eggplant emoji. Oh, shit. I used to do that all the time when I was in a market like that. <laughs> <laughs> See, okay, I was, yeah. I never have I thing. ever gotten stitches while drunk. I've never stitches ever. Oh my god, really? Yeah, my uh, body is like no tattoos, no stitches. What? You are pristine. Well, actually, hold on. I guess I had stitches when I had a C section. Yeah, that counts. Right, you get stitches. That totally counts. But I definitely wasn't drunk. So no, no, well, you were you were just high. High as fuck. <laughs> high as fuck. All right, never have I ever been in a fight with an Uber driver. God no, that's terrible <laughs> of you. Um. Yes. And that could be like a whole, well, I remember the one time when I like did all those drugs at, at New Year's Eve. Well, it wasn't really a fight, but that poor guy was probably like, oh my God, this lady is crazy. Remember that drove us home? Yeah. Like it wasn't a fight. Yeah. I, like, I feel like it was like, seriously, I need to get paid triple for this drive. Yeah. I'm sure they're used to it though. Yeah. Okay. Never have I ever uh, worn Spanx to squeeze myself into a dress. Uh, not so much. I definitely bought a Spanx bathing suit bottom during oh, the pandemic. Was it nice? It was okay. But, like, like I don't have, like, special? Spanx that I wear. No, it's, like, it's, you know what? I like the high-waisted. Like, the high-waisted does me good. Yeah, no, after you've so, had babies, you need the high-waisted. Yeah, so, like, it's did that. But I, I definitely have never worn, like, something under a dress. No, I need that way. Okay. Never have I ever lied to the police. Oh my god, yes I have. I know, I was going to say yeah, I have to. I've gotten away with a couple of tickets by lying. So that's always fun. Oh, well, it's just tickets. I've like lied about some... Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, no, no, I'm not, I'm not. Well, I just, okay, this is what I, like, I don't, I grew up in a neighborhood in like in Chicago that's like, you don't rat out your friends, you don't rat out the people that you know, you know what I mean? So I haven't like yeah, lied yeah, yeah, to yeah, the yeah. about my own shit, but like... I've definitely, like, been questioned by police at times where I've just said, nope, I don't know. I don't know anything about that. I don't know how you would think that or come to that conclusion, like, that type of stuff. But not, like, I'm, like, made something up to the police. Yeah, you haven't, like, killed people and lied. No. Okay. No, I just <laughs> strictly covered for friends. That's, that's really sweet. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, snitches get stitches. <laughs> Which I've never had, bitches. Yeah. So I must not be yeah, that is the perfect end, I think, to that. Yeah. I think that's a perfect end. So, one more show. Please listen, and it'll be a fun one. Yes. Can't wait to uh, finish up next week. Absolutely. And, and keep listening. Okay, good night. Aloha. Aloha.